Donald Trump, don't trust China. Trust China. China is asshole. Free Taiwan. No, that is the cadence. No, you nailed on that one. He's not wrong. Yeah, you saw that. Yeah, what's new? Yeah, but they're like... They're just big nerd bitches. I won't hesitate to beat up their fucking waifu, dude. Like, they're fucking nerds. <laughs> dude, yo, send me and the boys over to China. We'll end World War Three. Like, we'll stomp that shit out. Me and the boys, fuck all their waifus. <laughs> Well, you know, that's our first, that's bad. our first like super audio flub. I yeah. think I'm also like completely self-taught with this shit. And so this is the first time we're you killing were, like, it though. You were like, though, can we, should we check levels? And I'm like, no, nah. Nah, I got this. <laughs> nah, <laughs> nah, dude. Psych. I'm good. dude. Say psych right now. I'm a professional psych psych. No. Yeah. I had, uh, I had, uh, in the wrong input. So, crisis averted, and we're back. You missed the 10 best minutes this podcast ever had, and you won't hear it. Ever. You'll ever never again. hear it. Or maybe you will. Who knows? We'll see what happens. I don't know. <laughs> well, yeah. So, I mean, what are we re- recap, I guess. We uh, talked about your journey in the mountains. My uh, hunting, hunting Brian Laundrie on your acid. <laughs> Getting robbed by Dog the Bounty Hunter. Got robbed by Dog, Dog the Bounty Hunter. On acid, For yeah. your ice. Um. He took you and he gave you one cigarette and took you back to the jailhouse. <laughs> that is the most empathetic thing dog does. That I will say, you like respect that. the hell out of him. It's like, yeah, he said the n word, but. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Oh man. Yeah, but that that goddamn Facebook whistleblower, like again, I, I because I was in the mountains and basically reconnected, uh, became one with myself, grounded, transcended, grounded. grounded Spoke to my fifth dimensional self. Uh, no How's big the deal. black you doing? <laughs> Is he good? But um, yeah, black me's doing great. <laughs> He's doing awesome. <laughs> Shit, just eating those. Uh, you know that IKEA February menu. Nice. <laughs> Very good. Um, 
but no, I've been like mad unplugged. And so like, I didn't really hear anything about this whistleblower. It just like, it blows my mind that they straight up, um, censor, not even censor, just like lie by omission. They never pick up like real whistleblowers. Yeah. And then this chick is real just whistleblowers like, get shot in the head. <laughs> yeah. This chick is just glowing and she's all over the fucking news now. She's like, she, she, if you put a Geiger counter up to her, she'd fucking explode. Or, the, excuse me, the Geiger counter would explode. She glows that brightly. She makes my eyes hurt. It's insane. She's, she's, she's a fucking glow stick. Yeah, yeah, dude. I mean, really, you snap her in half and throw her down a dark hole. Like, I don't know if you could snap her in half, though. I think she's on... She'd ho- probably hurt me. She seems like she <laughs> might... She seems like... I haven't seen a picture of her, but she seems like she's tall. She has the chin of a tall woman. She has the chin of a tall woman. <laughs> yeah. I was about to say, she's on that like transgender body double shit. Like She's on that real <laughs> oh, David a, Icke. That's some deep lore. <laughs> oh, dude, that's a deep cut for that's y'all out there. Cut. That's a that's a Melinda Gates cut. That's a oh, fuck Yeah, I like the idea of them being gender swapped. That's very funny. Isn't that That's so very sick. funny to me, because then you see that one photo where Bill's making that, like, oh my God, face. And it's just like, you're like, that could be a woman. Dude, just look at that the might be a woman. sweaters he wears. And Annie does the Steve Gay Him like sweaters. all tech bad guys. They're all like cartoon characters that wear the same outfit all the time. He looked like that bad guy from Despicable Me 2. Um, who's the guy with the bowl cut? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, the one who has like the suit. You in the, like the, in the, the nerd suit. guy with the yeah, orange the suit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He reminds me very much of that with that just kind of he like has that menacing. Vibe. He definitely has that vibe. Well, not even menacing. It's like this kind of incompetent menace, you know? Like Bill Gates gives off yeah. a very incompetent vibe. Like when he was like worming around in that interview, well, he talking like, about Epstein. He's like, "Well, I mean, the lesson we should learn is, uh, well, he's dead." Yeah, and you know? he also he has a nervous Kamala laugh. Like when he gets <laughs> flustered, yeah, he like giggles like a fucking yeah, like, dude. No, he definitely what? does. He definitely does. And you think like running a billion dollar business and being head of all that stuff, you'd be good under like. High pressure situations, dude. People Those call Zuckerberg a fucking alien. They call him a robot, bro. <laughs> I mean, have you seen him? Have you seen he's him? new school. He's his a legs? young cat. Have you seen his legs backwards before? Like he's weird. He's just dude. he's fucked. And and the thing is, he's new school. There's yeah. like changing to the guard. Like old tech guys are out. That's another reason. Like we see a lot of like weird shit. Is like, um, because you know you, you look at the hyper normalization shit. Mm-hmm. Um. Where Adam Curtis, they're talking about, you know, how the bankers started to run the world as a closed system and all that yeah. shit. Bill Gates is very much a part of that. Absolutely. And it, yeah. as much, not if not, you know, Zuckerberg even more. And so, you know, these guys like playing their role in kind of like the globalist future. It's almost like I've heard of it described as a changing of the guards, mm-hmm. like where social media and data has overtaken like oil and like things and yeah. materialism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, you know, the, the oligarchy is switched from like big corporation money on resources to big tech corporations. Bro, like you mentioned That's now. That's where we're at now. Facebook is its own country. Facebook is yeah. on another we're level. We're going to see we're going to see the beginning of like the merging of hyper corporations. We're going to see corporations like that acquire so much money, I think, like Facebook and stuff, you'll see them start buying up like assets and hard things, I think, eventually. Like, I don't see why. I don't think it's. I, I, this is just me speculating, but like, I don't see it being beyond possibility that like Facebook starts getting into energy and like that sector yeah. and into like the commodities and shipping sector. That's and, interesting. Like, I, don't yeah. see the, I don't see them staying away from that stuff because 
the way our monetary system is is so fragile right now to the fact that we're like printing a one trillion dollar coin to avoid the whole entire thing shitting its pants. <laughs> like I can't see these guys not forming these hyper blocks, you know, yeah. these enormous hyper blocks where it's like in the dystopian future. Like for example, Cyberpunk, that game that came out a year or two ago, mm-hmm. the three mega corporations in the game essentially. It's going to be something like that. Where like you're going to see, you're going to see these big players where yeah. it's it's become these major groups that have that are are they cover their web spreads the entire globe. And I mean, like you said, with something like Facebook, the infrastructure's like, already there with Facebook. They're gonna they're gonna sell you on some like trendy, like modern, hip, uh, like infographic. It's, it's techno hell with a smile. Yeah, it's some cute little like you know design cartoon people with smiles. That har- I love, I hate harmless corporate art. Oh, it's so... It's disgusting. It's, uh, it's like affronting. Like, if that doesn't make your skin crawl when you see it, like, you're not a human. It's 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 something wild. And granted, I got rid of my Facebook a couple years ago, but I'm still on Instagram, which is owned by Facebook. Yeah. And so I'm still, like, kind of plugged in to that, like, algorithm and that, like, kind of data kind of matrix. But... I don't know. I, I, because I know it, it's like, dude, w- the first time you realize every third or fourth post on Instagram in your feed is, a, is an ad. And it's something that's been suggested to you based off something you said. That Either that day. or sponsored. That yeah, day. Either way. Oh, like, dude, my, my boss has chickens, and we were talking about chicken feed one day. I have no, I've never been to Tractor Supply before this. And it was like, you know? hey, bitch, and you need some chicken feed? It was giving me chicken feed ads. I'm, I'm like, bro. Chicken feed ads right after this fucking cast. I bro. guarantee you will. <laughs> I guarantee you, Tractor Supply chicken is going to send you chicken Yell- feed. Yelling at the phone. Yes. <laughs> Very normal stuff we're doing over here. Yo, I will say I'm really happy that after the last cast, I, I was getting ready to talk about some real shit, and you guys were both down to put your phone in the fridge. Yeah. That's, that's how you, you suss out real friends. That's what you do for your boys. You put or, your phone in the microwave. Or that's what feds do when they want to keep playing along till our entrapment plan Dude, starts working. Dude, I think and are both they're feds. They're both feds, and they're, they're working on entrapping they're us. They're fucking feds, bro. Watch this podcast. Just Entrap eat me, itself. Daddy. That's why people need to need to subscribe to our Patreon when we have one to just watch us all slowly like turn on each other like Survivor yes, style. You'll see the arc. Oh, <laughs> the betrayal arc will begin at some yeah. point. <laughs> yeah, top ten anime betrayals. Yeah, it's gonna be sick. <laughs> I, I I'm looking very much forward to our future. Yeah, dude. No, it's. But those tech companies, like the capabilities they have now, it's so, it's so easy at this point. I think for them to become, like I said, these hyper mega global structures. It's already the infrastructure's already there. And then on top of that, like it's funny because the way this whistleblower came out. If you watch Hulu, the ads there's every few ads there's a Facebook ad. Yeah, where Facebook has a person. They're like, there hasn't been any rules made for the internet in 25 years. We have to do something about that. Shut the we fuck at up. Facebook believe that that is needs to happen. And then conveniently, some bitch from Facebook pops out the woodwork who nobody's ever heard of and is a national media figure the next day. God damn. I wish I that's that's the chances of that happening organically mm-hmm. is literally one in a billion. But it's also like it's not organic in any way. It's not organic in any way, but it's like. What came first, the chicken or the egg? Like, did Facebook, like, were they created in this Wild West frontier that then, like, 
you know, because here's the thing: there, Zuckerberg's always getting called before Congress. That dude is probably yeah, he's so been there more fucking than anybody sick. else. He's, oh my god, he's been yes, there more than anybody else, more than any other. Tech Bro, person. every time he gets a summons, he's like, "Oh my god, these motherfuckers!" Not again. He's still calling I me. I have to appear on camera once again. God damn it! <laughs> yeah, robot voice. Son of a bitch! Better make sure to drink water this time, beforehand. But yeah, I mean, it. I'd love to see Jack Dorsey get grilled a little bit more. I think he's only been there once or twice. Yeah, and and it is funny that yeah, you're right. It is Zuckerberg getting called up there all the time. Because more people, more use, than I think, more people use Facebook than anything. I don't know worldwide. Yeah, yeah I think so. true. Well, because it is such a like multimedia type platform. But uh, the thing that gets me though is like, like I said, the chicken or the egg. Like, did zuckerberg create this thing that like they feel like they have to rein in or was it like a psyop all along and this is all part of it i don't know that yeah you know and do they genuinely feel like they need to rein it in they're just trying to protect their interest because bro you know know, them and google and everybody else go along with censorship and the ccp and i think a lot of it is like they might say oh we need to protect people because okay so let's 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 break down the whistleblower story Mm -hmm. of why she like felt like it's so important that she did what she did so she talks about how she had a friend in college okay um and he got into esoteric knowledge and occult knowledge and white nationalism because those are apparently inherently tied together oh it was according according to her that was me she was talking about me she's talking about us she's talking about us (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I've read her a Volo book. What do you mean? Yeah. Uh, but so, dude, what you, she's white vibrating. Nationalism. What are you dude, talking about, she's lady? She's vibrating so low, <laughs> you're bro. You're low vibrations, lady. You are the lowest. You're on. You're underground. You're underground at this point. And so, she said that she watched him spiral out of control and become this person. Notice he didn't do anything wrong. She just didn't like he had those ideas, right? Even if this person existed at all. Even if this guy was a real person and she's at not just all. talking about random 4chan users. Um, like, what the fuck are you even talking about? So we have to censor the internet because your friend read some stuff that you didn't like that he read? Bro, like... That's your fucking big story there? And then they say, like, oh, girls on Facebook uh, feel t- and Instagram feel terrible based off body images. It's like... That's because girls are shitty to each shit. other. It's it's horse shit. This is conjecture bullshit. But it's not like the people. It is not a good reason to put in Chinese style censorship. Well, and that's things. what that's the ultimate goal is like complete, total, out in the open surveillance. Well, because they hate that anybody can get anything, get in a word edgewise on their narrative in any way, and they can't control that. It's true. They hate that a yeah. lot. I mean. It's just literally like the, the, that one thing I posted, the, the 4chan post where somebody did the up close shot of her face. It's, it's please, you need to censor the internet now. Censor it. <laughs> like, that's literally her argument. Like, and it's not even like a valid argument. The shit that she presented is like her reasoning behind it. It's complete horseshit. Dude, who is You're that? You're literally like, I hate that people can come up with ideas that I don't, yeah. I don't like. Okay. I don't do- like that people can do that. Do you remember a number of years ago? I think it was this guy named Ajit Pai. Mm-hmm. who was the net neutrality guy and yeah. they like the government like made him head of you, something net neutrality seemed like it was an op too well and here was the thing is you know it was an op because he released some fucking like trendy video the where memes. they did like the harlem shake or yeah, some the shit memes and the thing where he was like Bro, eating, he was eating popcorn out why? of that big ass 
that stupid mug or whatever it yeah, was. Yeah, and then he's like, don't worry about conspiracy theorists. Yeah, blah, don't listen to them, blah, yeah, blah, blah. And it's it like, was bad. It dude, was bad. this is so, like, obviously staged. It's like when you watch, like, Weekend Update or you watch, like, some SNL shit and it's like, this is, like, being Actors. paid for. And, and also, my ta- you know what the worst part is? My tax dollars paid for that fucking nonsense. No, you know what the worst part is? Is that they make the dollar up and they still take your taxes yeah, that's that the fucked up that's part. the worst part is that i hope I, I i i give my surplus value to them Bro, unfortunately like, let's let's not even front like our fiat money we're a fucking banana republic and yeah. we have been since the beginning of the fucking federal reserve so the fact that they even take your taxes at all on top of printing the trillions of dollars in the trillion dollar coin Bro, they're going to do that anyway, and they still take 30% of that my check. That trillion-dollar coin is egregious. Well, on top of that, that uh, every bill in the past, like, three years since, like, or two years since Corona started has been a corporate giveaway in one way or another. That there's these huge budget bills that they passed that they're like, the reconciliation bill. And it's like, it doesn't reconcile jack shit. It just gives corporate America a fuckload of money. Dude, and, well, that's the thing. Like, we talk about the marriage of... Uh, you know, corporation and state a lot, which oh, is fascism? literally the definition of fascism, right? But we're in a democracy, so we couldn't possibly be living under fascism, remember? Well, a lot of times we talk Vote about, blue. like, the corporation and the state, but it's funny because, like, we don't see it work, like, the opposite way. Like, I've noticed in the private sector a lot, like, private companies now, like, county waste. Mm-hmm. You know, county waste is not associated with the county. No, they're like from New York. It's a private. It's a it's a private company called County Waste. Yeah. So when it's like, oh, I'm paying my county waste bill. It's like I live in a county. I'm paying. It's like, dude, no, you're paying some fucking fat cat in New York that's tricking you because you thinking you're getting the best deal. It's probably a mob organization. Bro, I heard some crazy <laughs> More shit. More than likely, probably what's left of the mob Yo, is running that shit. I hate to kind of <laughs> like... It's a fucking Northeast Trash Association. Okay. I guarantee it. <laughs> Yo, I hate to like hard, sharp left turn on something real okay. quick. But I, I, you, you mentioned mob and totally jogged my memory about... I was listening to this conversation a couple days ago. Um, and I, to be completely honest, like haven't had a lot of thoughts on like the southern border thing going on. And like that's been an ongoing thing for obviously a number of years. Um, Shit, dude. Since, yeah. Since before Obama. That's a number of years, to say the least. Yeah. So my point being, I haven't really had a whole lot of opinions on it until I heard this one conversation. And they were talking about uh, the Chinese mafia and... How the Chinese mafia is operating heavily in California because people don't realize uh, they're punching through the border. They're punching through that way because a lot of times porous. Well, (laughs) other the the point being is that the mainstream narrative and a lot of stuff like they're selling you on Central American migrants and they're selling you on Haitians and they're selling you Mm -hmm. on Mexicans and mostly Hispanic migrants that are walking here, paying coyotes and getting trafficked, which is a whole nother story. But uh, 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 people don't realize that um, like the Albanian mafia operates in california along with the chinese mafia and what they'll do is they'll send people to central american countries and then like asians middle easterns people basically anyone from any part of the world can literally just fucking join these caravans and like get in and 
again, I haven't had very strong opinions either way because I don't consider myself like an expert in geopolitics in that regard. And the whole border crisis, like ideologically, I think borders are stupid, but I also realize there's a pragmatic approach to dealing with the realities that we live in currently. If you're gonna, and if you're gonna have a government, you need to have a border. My exactly. Period. You have to. If if then, it's one of those if then yeah. statements. You have to. At some and point. it's just one of those things that really blew my mind because they're talking about like the Chinese mafia actually sells like a lot of weed. They were talking about the weed <laughs> trade and black market. I got and, some kush for you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> 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 Easy, Shane. Um, <laughs> I will do Asian voice all day. I don't dude, care. <laughs> all day. China is as hell. Good luck. <laughs> Good luck fucking doing something about it to me. Well, the, the, the point being is that that was kind of a wake-up call for me again to where it's like I've kind of like been passive on this subject. And now that I realize the extent to which it's like, hey, this is going worldwide to the point where like nefarious actors are coming here on purpose. Yeah. You know, to fuck with it's shit like that. Them. <laughs> it's yeah. enabling that kind of behavior. And yeah. so, like, I, again, I still don't have, like, a fully formed, like, hard opinion one way or another. And I don't think I ever really will. Mm. But it, it is was kind of crazy that I was, like, never really thought about it from that angle. Yeah. Of, I'm, like, people like the Chinese mafia growing weed in no, Cali. Yeah, I, and I always do that. Like, even Jones would talk about that on some of his shows where they were talking about border stuff. Where, like, you know, it, it, they're like, anyone and everyone's coming through that fucking thing. I mean, they get, they get, it's not just like poor brown people popping through it. it. There's all kinds of people coming up through it all day. Like it's not, and it's, it's so porous that like they just think they can. And apparently like the, what we do is we either a, just let them the hell in or we ship them somewhere to the internal areas in the country. It's, it's yeah, a real mess. And- well, and on top of that, again, the double standard, like, I mean, Australia, during their COVID lockdown, shut down their border. You weren't you weren't allowed in or out, even if you were a citizen. Oh yeah, yeah. And still, you. I think you just and now. now have, I think they're just now allowing people to start coming back. And in. now they have camps that are opening in twenty twenty four. Hey, they're wellness camps. Okay, they're not concentration camps. They're wellness. They're camps. just gonna concentrate all the well people on the in well one area yeah, <laughs> on, on, be, on being well and healthy. All the well people, the well are, people are going at to this camp. camp. So <clears throat> it's just one of those things. FEMA's like, taking notes. Yeah, FEMA's like, oh, when, when's when's Yo, it when our, are all those caskets? When's come it our handy? turn? <laughs> yeah. Well, guys, we've had all these things for all these years. And oh, we've dude, been waiting no, hold on, and waiting hold on. and no, waiting. No, 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 no. What, are, what are we talking about? We're a reputable podcast. We don't talk about the FEMA camps that you can literally drive by and look at yourself. Um, well, they don't exist, dude. Officially. No. But, um, oh, God, I forgot where I was at brain-wise. But, yeah, I mean, it just seems like, it seems like the plan is, and I think, and this is kind of callous way to think, but... I know these people are hurting in their countries and they're fleeing legitimate problems in their countries. Absolutely. But they're being allowed in here and shipped in here as a new proletariat. They are the new proletariat. Well, they're being it's the idea of useful idiots. Well, they become yeah. subservient to the people who allowed them in, and as they're being allowed in, you have these organizations that are like, make sure you vote blue in the next election, by the way. Here's your fake ID so you can go do that. And, and that's by the, the way, point. I don't you know, and it's and like and I hope, uh, you know, that, again, it sounds callous. It's I don't good groundwork. To, I mean, don't get me wrong. It's good groundwork. I don't mean to call every migrant an idiot. That's not what I meant. Yeah, the, I don't think the, they're idiots. I think they're legitimate people who have legitimate problems. The turn of phrase is just like you said. Like there, are, And we've mentioned before on this cast, 
just like with critical race theory and critical gender theory and critical theory as a whole, mm-hmm. we can find the things that are good and true and correct about it. Yeah. And and we can grant, you know, like, hey, these are some truths. I I get that. But it's also when people co-opt it, you know, when people co-opt it's those causes. Tool. Yeah. It's the thing. It's like you're taking and you're twisting something. Well, and that's what they're using it all for right now. I mean, again, like all these people, like when they let these people in, they teach them this stuff and they go like, remember, remember who gave you the money to get your the life started here. Yeah. Remember who made sure you got a path to citizenship here. And so it's because like all those 100%. people who work in those government structures are inherently leftists. Yeah. They're not even leftist neolibs. They're inherently neolibs. So they're, they're there pushing their agendas as they're allowing people yeah. to come in. Mm-hmm. You know, and it, and then it's like the double standard of none of them having to be checked for anything. Well, in the in tested. That argument, like these people come over with TB and all kinds of yes, shit, and, and they're they just, not being they tested just, for COVID. They and just they're talking the hell about in if you're going to claim COVID is such a big fucking deal. Yeah, and you're not giving them PPE. Like they got called out on all this shit, yeah. and and they're like, "Can you believe they're asking why these migrants don't have PPE?" It's like, well, then why are you making the <laughs> why are you shit requiring that works it of us? Fucking bar. Why are you yeah. requiring it of us then? And and uh, again, here's the, the only thing. difference between us is that one of us is a citizen and one of us isn't. And that's the only difference. And just like we were talking about, we can like you know grant you know, like understanding towards things where it's like, yes, like we completely empathize with the fact that these people are fleeing a terrible, terrible, horrible, no good, very bad situation. That's oftentimes very violent. Yeah. Okay. So in no way, just crossing that line lowers their chance of dying quite a bit. Yes. And so here, like, obviously people are going to want to come to a place like America, which for all intents and purposes, as many faults as it has, is honestly one of the best and most open, you know, liberty-driven, freedom-loving countries that exists. For now. For now, 100%. (laughs) Let's let's put a big asterisk on that. And that's the thing is, dude, I mean, we've had, like, fucking all kinds of talks on here about, like, our thoughts on the state as a whole. Mm. And, like, I'm sure that's pretty clear by now. But just like we say, if you advocate for the existence of any state at all, at, at least where we're at is like, of course, people are going to want to come here. Of course. And we can understand that, like, they're fleeing terrible situations and we can understand the humanity and empathize with their situation. At the same time, though, there's a certain level of, you know, self-preservation and self-interest involved. Mm-hmm. You can only be so altruistic. You know, I talked about, you know, altruism in an earlier episode, but like there is a level to that. We talk about balance. We don't live in a binary world. We don't live in a world that's one way or this way. We don't live in a world where we have completely open borders or we don't let anyone in. You can't. There is a gray area. Well, you the, can explore that. And the biggest thing here is like you cannot have a glut welfare state that is wanting to help and give people things as well as having a stagnating job market, increasing inflation, and open borders. You cannot have all those things. That is a recipe to destroy a country. That yeah. is not a recipe for a prosperous place. Agreed. The, the, the job market is shrinking right now. I don't know if anyone's fucking noticed. The market's huge, but the talent is gone. Well, Everyone quit their shitty jobs before COVID or during COVID. Yeah. 
and they don't want to go back to them. That I think that's more the issue. It's not that the talent isn't there. It's that people have finally but it's woken not up there. to the fact. They've left. Oh, uh, I see what you're saying then. I see what you mean now. You see what I mean? Yeah. I see like, what you mean. Yeah. Because the 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 people exist. And it's just like we... we they just don't want to fucking do it They don't want to work. They don't want to go back to their shitty, They've menial people job. people conditioned to living off the dole, which was what that was supposed to do. Well, and there's, there's a flip side, too, is that people realized that like a lot of people got out of shitty jobs where they were treated yes. poorly yes and they were like i'm actually making more money receiving these benefits mm-hmm. why on earth like would I on go back? What, why would i go find another job why on earth would i go back to work when i'm making more doing less yeah and not to mention a lot of those people were probably working under the table anyway. I know a few of them yeah, who got, are receiving no. benefits and working under the table. That, that year did. Making more fucking money than me, who's an honest fucking man and never skipped a goddamn electric bill. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? No, and all these and, people getting rent forgiveness, and I, I haven't missed a fucking bill. I haven't missed a fucking day of work but since yeah, day it, one. That's like the righteous indignation of the working man sometimes, and like it's, it's you kind of got to overlook that sometimes. And, and that's and I know I'm, I'm actually very anti-work. Yeah. But... What I think that highlights is you're exactly right, and I appreciate you calling me out, and I yeah. appreciate you. No, because I get that too. I do that too. But but what that highlights is, like you said, uh, just like uh, the 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 massive glut of the wear- welfare state. Yeah. Of how it glorifies certain behavior and demonizes people like us who work every day and do what we do, mm-hmm. and you know like. There is a certain level of resentment that I hold, mostly, though, for the system, because I understand that the people who are benefiting from the system and this all comes back to like the whole working class argument of like, okay, the people who benefit from a welfare system, some people look at that racially or, uh, you know, some people will look at that. You know, you look at racist well, whites. And that's a very nascent, that's a very narrow scope. And that is. And that's the point of what I'm saying yeah. is when you actually take the step out and look at, like, I'm not mad at the person on benefits. Yeah. I'm not mad at my ex who had a seafood boil a day. I was working eight <laughs> hours plus a side job till the sun went down and she got to have crab legs and crawdads with her friend <laughs> and sent me pictures like I wouldn't be pissed. Okay? Uh, I'm not mad at that person. I'm mad at the people who enable that system. The people who create that. The people who created that sort of something for nothing kind of ideal because yeah. as much of an anti-capitalist as I am, I'm being pragmatic. We live in the world we live in so I have to make decisions based off the current set of parameters. Yeah, this, in our ideal, we're in the system. We're in the yeah, system. Yeah, in our ideal conversations, I'm, I'd be as fucking anarcho-communist as they come, dude. In our I ideal wanna, world, we wouldn't have a podcast. We'd be out hunting food right now. My, you're right. Yes. You know, in our ideal world, at least. in our ideal world, 100. percent Uncle tending, Ted's we'd cabin, tend, bro. We'd be tending a plot of land and hunting animals. That's you what think we'd be we doing. fucking name this podcast for nothing? Like yeah. dog, like 100. percent We're on that level. But if we're, again, we're taking a pragmatic approach. We're dealing with what we're, the hand we're dealt here. Yeah, it's like, come on, you got to be a little pragmatic sometimes. Yeah, for sure. No, but I don't know. It comes down to it. I guess like the, the whole border thing, it's just, it's, it's, a, it's a political club at this point. 
And it's used as a cudgel depending on which side is in power. Sure. When Trump was in power, it was we have to fucking close it off. We got to fucking do something about all these people coming over here. Very kind of like anti-human approach to things. Yeah. Whereas with Biden's in power, the exact opposite and the exact it's the horseshoe end of it. The other ho- other end of the horseshoe where it's it's wrong because it's too open. Yeah. You know? So you kind of a damned if you do with like this power, like these two power structures we're still dealing with, you know, we're damned if you do, damned if you don't. And it it's they're like the solution is so kind of amorphous and in a gray area, like it can't be solved. Definitely can't be solved by a podcast. Oh, no. Well, you know, it's it's but it's like it needs to be solved by a mass fucking, you know, consciousness awakening we all need to yeah fucking elevate honestly beyond but and the thing is though like we're living in a lifetime though where we're not out of the enlightenment age and people are hacking each other up in third world countries and it's like dude we're just not there we're not there and it's a hard pill for some people to swallow and some people like hate to admit it but like globalists might win like and there's a good chance they might like I hate to say that they're also backpedaling. They're on their they're on their heels at all times. Yeah, but every everything that happens and every news story that gets out and everything that gains traction that's counter to the narrative does some kind of fucking damage to them because sure. they have to figure out how to account for it and they have to figure out how to fit it in with and counter it. Well, and that's why they're trying so hard to censor the internet because <laughs> yeah, the bring internet it back around to Facebook and the internet. Yeah, yeah. It, the internet is one of the last few like bastions of freedom, like Wild yes. West, like. And, and it it was intended to be that way. And always. It, do you remember? Uh, do you, I think it's in an Adam Curtis doc, and it's uh, talks about Robert Perry Barlow, the guy, one of the lyricists for the Grateful Dead. Mm-mm. I think it's one of his. I was I I can't remember exactly, but it was I think it's one of his on the internet. When it started. Yeah. And it talks about it. Robert Perry Barlow, there was a huge convention in like the early 90s when the internet was first taking off mm-hmm. and becoming this kind of like amorphous free state thing that was going on. Yeah. And Robert Perry Barlow drew up this thing called the Internet like Decora- Declaration of Independence. That, I, that may not be the exact name of it, but that's what it was supposed to be. And sure. it declared that the internet was always supposed to be this free space where anyone can express themselves however the fuck they choose. And you don't belong here if you're some kind of corporate fucking whatever you are trying to fucking clamp down on it. And, like, that's kind of my ideology of how I've always felt about the Internet. Like, I'm old school Internet, you know? Well, and that's the thing is a lot of people think the Internet is, like, AOL. Or the Internet is Google Chrome. Or the well, Internet the is... And the the internet's internet whatever is your experience was of the it. The Internet. Like, if also, you break down the word, it's just the interconnection of people through technology. But it's also everyone's individual experience on there. Yes. You know, like, well, that's like, what everybody made has it, their own experience with it. Well, that's and what that's makes what it so makes amazing. it what it is, right? Yeah, that's what makes it so amazing. Is it a pl- It's a place where I found people who ally with my ideals... I found content that speaks to me specifically and everyone has that individual moment on there because mm-hmm. it's just it is it's the human hive mind. It 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 has inadvertently become the human hive well, mind. Well, even beyond that though, like when you say the hive mind, it's, it's also the collective like, unconsciousness, but it's conscious and it's there. And it's it's got um, even down to like our fucking data, like the simple fact that like, okay, Egyptians have hieroglyphs and we find their stone tablets. Mm-hmm. Like we are going to have a digital footprint. In, yeah. in this Some cyberspace. going to find our shitty memes one day, find a hard drive with dumb memes on them. Mm. You know? Yeah, and that's like, I mean, they didn't they put like memes and weird shit in like a time capsule recently? 
I don't know. It was something weird. I don't know. They put like a like a picture of a meme. It was. I think it was even here in Richmond. No, that was the one under the Lee statue where they put like a expired COVID vaccine vial and all kinds of shit. God. In the time capsule under the Lee statue. The most cringe time capsule ever was assembled. Great job, status quo fucking nut bars. Good job. You guys are real cool. But hey, I, at least we got that fucking racist off his horse. At least we got at least at least we solved racism. Racism's done, guys. It's over. Pack it in. It's literally over. Don't have to we don't you don't need to teach it at school. You don't need we don't need critical race theory at schools anymore. We ended it. It's over. Right? Well, that's the thing is you just don't even need to tell anybody what happened back then. Just don't even tell them. Those guys did they didn't even exist. South didn't exist. War never fought. Yeah. We've always been this homogenous. And dude, I'm not one of those people. I know some people. <laughs> no, for real. Like some people go the fuck off on like some you're erasing so, history. And, well, and it's like this weird fire that gets kicked up in people that yeah. like they feel a certain way. And I, and I honestly, I'm like, I guess I get where you're coming from, but I don't understand your attachment to it. Yeah, no. And that's another thing. You where, know, like, I'll admit, like. Even living here, where like we're the center of this national debate, I always just thought it was neat because I'm like, "Ooh, neat history." Yeah, and that's the thing is like, any normal person, like any average, like normally thinking person, who would see that statue is like, "Oh yeah, this is a guy that lived and was here, and like this is Richmond. It used to be the you know the fucking capital of the Confederacy. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of shit going on." Like. I could see why they might have a statue of this guy here, but obviously uh, this is a pretty progressive fucking town. Yeah. And uh, there's no shortage of that. And so the thing is, is like people are talking about, well, it could just it could just live in a museum. It's like, yeah, or it could just fucking stay there and you'd be like, yeah, that guy was gay, but but like he was still kind of cool. He did some cool stuff, but he was also gay and some stuff like where's that nuance? Where's that whole like understanding? And yeah, so, I, well, it, dude, and I people feel like if weird... they were statues of the slaveholders. Yeah. Yeah, we should Very get rid different. of those. Those are bad people. Those were bad people. These were just guys who fought an army because their country separated. Hey, remember down uh, by the shad wall? Yeah. We were down there fishing by the shad wall. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, that was actually where the slave ships came in. Oh, right. That's and what it was. so that big boat landing. And they now would we bring, catch fish there. And now we catch fish there <laughs> during shad season. Um, but they have some infographics. I don't know if you stopped and read any of the plaques. Well, they have like these images of like historic paintings and stuff of like whatever. And there's like a old, very old painting that you would like see in a textbook, right? And it was them marching slaves where they had, like, you know, the, the shit around their neck and the chains around their wrists. The and they were whatever. They yeah. were all chained in a line and they were being shuffled through the trail, like, literally right where we stand. Yeah, where we're rocks. fucking fishing, yeah. And, dude, the people that are whipping them are black. I'm just going to I'm just going to say that. Eh, you know what? In the photo? Yeah, you might just want to, you know. Yeah, well, you never know. But hey, that's an erased narrative, right? Well, I mean, when, if you I say, mean, who would you if you can't communicate with these people who are fresh off the boat, who would you get to communicate with them? Well, and that's one thing. Don't get me wrong, but it was funny because, like, dude, my mom. I mentioned like 
before in a previous episode, my mom like grew up on a farm, Southern lady, like don't get me wrong. I've had my fair share of like Confederate history driven into me much as I have like, you know, the liberal take on everything and going through the public school system and going through college and shit. And so having that dichotomy was always funny, but it was really interesting because my mom told me when I was like really young, like I was mad young. My mom was like, oh yeah, you know, like black people sold us black people. And I was like, "What?" Yeah, it was the Nigerians did it. Yeah, and I was like, I was, I was like a little kid. I was like, "Hmm, that's weird." And then I like go to school, and they're like, "White people are evil. We went and stole them." <laughs> Wait till you find out who owned the boats and the plantations, <laughs> right? <laughs> what do you find out? Why don't you guys look up who those people Dude, were? It was just crazy how it was. Like, <laughs> Maybe you're upset at the wrong people. <laughs> how many countries? Ah, uh. never mind. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> But no, dude, that was one of those things that like always stayed with me, though. She was like, yeah, like the Africans like sold us their own people. And I was like, that like shook me. Got them money. I was like, well, of <laughs> course. Money. And it shook me as like a kid. And then like always like growing up, like I almost like resisted that. But it's funny because that's like a that's like a thing that's like always come back around of like, mm-hmm. no, you know what? Like mom was right. Mom's been right. Mama always right. Mama always right. But doula. Jesus Christ. No, Colonel Sanders, mama's right. Dude, this is this podcast is just turning into Adam Sandler circle jerk. Just doing some voices, dude. Having a little fun. I kinda wanna watch that that fucking gay penguin scene again where he jerks Chris Farley. It was a good one. It was a good one. He busted. I hope that I hope that our ref I hope our reference to it made some people go check it out. No, it's what pretty it did, interesting. Every single person that heard it had a flashback, and and oh was, my god, and just geeked. <laughs> I wonder how many people are just listening to this stoned in their bed at like three in the morning. Probably a couple. Probably a couple. I will be at some point. If you are <laughs> I'm listening back for bleeps, to you. <laughs> but uh, yeah, all those bleeps are <laughs> your name. We should. We should also <laughs> when we say. You know what I love about the <laughs> though is that dude we can say anything like we can call a pussy like yeah, yeah. we can say yeah. anything. Yeah, nobody has a clue. Nobody has a clue. Like honestly, fucking one time I fucking jerked off to <laughs> You <laughs> your <laughs> This is going to be so much work for you. <laughs> oh, I love it. But uh so let's take a trip. Over to the medical world for a little bit. You guys know what time it is. <laughs> time to rag on some uh, some big pharma corps. So this week, the big pharma murder corner. the the fun The fun fun thing about this week is so while we're talking about like we talked about the trillion dollar coin and the debt limit issue and all our like liquidity, which problems. has to be a joke though. That coin has to be a joke. They're literally like, there's a picture of it and like they can mint it. And then they were like, yeah, and we can also literally walk next door and physically deposit it. And it'll, that trillion dollars will exist. Um, which is insane. That's literally fucking insane. But, um, God, I mean, you can't do that. I'm sorry. It doesn't, no, you can when it's all It doesn't made work up. that way. <laughs> dude, when your entire economic system is just an Excel spreadsheet. Yeah, dude. <laughs> that you just punch whatever yeah, numbers dude, you like you can, t- <laughs> you can totally go just I'm change just what you want. I'm just going to fat finger this to a trillion. And yeah. yeah. And now the debt ceiling has been raised without any law be pa- being passed. And we're good. It's good. Everything's fine. 
So we go over to that. So let's talk about Merck first. Merck is a company that makes the horse paste that everyone makes fun of. Um, Ivermectin. Oh, yeah. Merck makes the farm product of it. They don't make human tablet versions of it, I don't think. Um, but they make the farm product version. So they were given $19 million to produce something. Like a subsidy? Yeah, like when all those grants were flying out during Warp Speed that Trump signed his nice little corporate giveaway. Sure. Trump's, Trump wasn't a good guy, by the way, everyone. Uh, we don't. Uh, I might meme him some a lot and think he's funny as hell. But he did like that warp speed thing was the most egregious shit he did. That was a corporate giveaway. That's what it was. He he allowed a bunch of me, uh, these medical corporations to walk in and go, "Hey man, give us a fuckload of money to figure out ways to beat this virus," and he did it. Yeah. And they fleeced us. They're fleecing us currently. Uh, it's just like how you know all the shots are like upwards of fifty to twenty five dollars a piece, even though it's quote unquote free. Guess who paid for that? You fucking dummies. We did. We did. So you got Merck fucking around with his $19 million. Well, it's funny because they'll take our money to put towards shit like that. And yeah. then they'll just print money for whatever they need. For whatever they need to buy. But we but still, the but excuse, our money, the, the payment yeah. still comes from us. The, the excuse for, you know, us, you know, giving all this money up every check yeah. is because we're paying for these vaccines. And it's, it's really funny because they, 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 they won't. Among other things. They won't call the pill that they're getting the daily COVID pill that you would take. Like they did because like when people take ivermectin, um, it cuts the COVID symptoms in half. Uh, there's been pl- there's plenty of info. You can go to the ivermectin website. There's a website that covers all the studies on it. The shit fucking which is also everyone should also ask the question of why does an antiparasitical cure a virus that's allegedly related to the cold? Mm. That's really weird, isn't it? Does anyone? No one thinks that's kind of odd, right? It's almost like germ theory. That is seems real. that seems strange. Why the hell would an antiparasitical treat a virus that is closer to cold virus. That's a coronavirus. You so, need to start taking your health tips from jacked seventy-year-olds. Yeah, Jack with center parts. <laughs> Stop drinking water. <laughs> Stop drinking water. <laughs> but, uh, so, the government gave him nineteen million dollars, right? Uh, the company makes produce. Merck decided. Okay, it cost us eighteen dollars to produce this pill, which is literally just ivermectin repackaged in a pill form. Sure. Guess what they're selling it back to us for? Hmm. $712. Jesus Christ. How much is like a percentage markup is that? Like thousands. <laughs> That's like a thousand percent or some yeah. crazy shit. It's beyond Jesus that, I Christ. think. It's beyond that. Yeah, it's probably like 2,000. It's like 2,000 percent. And that's just fine. And our government's just taking the bill for it because it's our money that we put in. Bro, it's the same And they're just shit like, they, oh, no, fine, it's cool. It's the same shit they do with insulin, though. Yeah. It's the same shit Martin Shkreli did, but he was a fall guy and like he went away because he did it so blatant and out in the open. Didn't he get out of jail at some point or is he still in jail? I don't know. And I heard something I he got out. with that Wu-Tang album he bought. I think. I don't know. <laughs> I want to hear mythos. it. I watched a couple live streams with him and they were very funny. I want to hear it. He's pretty funny. He's a funny guy despite being like a crook. Dude, <laughs> it's just it, like you said, it's just so out in the open, though, how... Like, the marriage of corporation and state is just so entrenched. It's like, how do you think these politicians make money? Nancy Pelosi's insider trading. Oh. Joe Biden is getting sketchy-ass deals. Remember, what, do you remember? Do you think his, son, when his John, son's not an artist? Do you, do you remember when... Okay, here's a blast for passion. Remember when John Boehner, or excuse me, Boner... It's Boner. 
Yeah, he finally it, he finally boner. admitted it was boner years later. Of course, he, he just didn't want to be made fun of. Um, do you remember when he was majority leader back when the Republicans ran the Senate during the Obama era, and he was just handing out gratuity checks on the fucking Senate floor? He got caught on camera just handing envelopes to people, Jesus and they were just Christ. gratuity kickback checks. That just they were just he was being they were being handed uh. bribe money on the floor of the Senate. This like on C-SPAN camera. Yes. Like, this isn't even the most egregious shit that's ever happened. Well, dude, and it's one of those things where, like, dude, the the, the politicians get caught. They think the camera's like, Oh, off. shit, bad optics. Whoops. This happens all the time with politicians, though. Like, how many times during the pandemic did they think the camera was off and they all pulled their mask off? Yeah, it's yeah. It's like or, if or, you guys, or they're on the side stage and they don't think that the cameras are filming them yet. It's just one of those put, things. They put it on before they walk out and they take it off when they get to the podium. Yeah, it, it just... It's... Or that it's Saint, all or that Saint it's Vincent video theater. we watched today, where Saint Vincent isn't wearing a mask, but the rest of the band is. <laughs> like, Yo, that's very funny. Uh, that was very funny because she's was the Kim star. Jong-un. I'm huh? sorry, that was Kim Jong Un. Is that Kim Jong Un? Is that Kim Jong Un? <laughs> <laughs> that's all I got out of that video. <laughs> Yo, is that Kim Jong Un molesting that, that chick? That was very cool, though. It was very cool. <laughs> Fuck yeah! Well. I guess really the only other thing that like really grinded my gears, like I said, I've been pretty unplugged this week, but um, Bay sent me a podcast to listen oh, to. Yeah. I, yeah. And no, it's cool. Don't get me wrong. All right. I will say I did listen to about an hour of it. It was like an hour 20. I didn't make it to the end, uh-huh. but um, yeah, I don't know. I, I appreciate it. I appreciate it when Bay wants to like interact that way. And she sends me stuff that she thinks that I would like. And she even said this morning, she was like, yeah, you know, I know you enjoy listening to other arguments and other points of view. So I just sent you this. Um, and I was like, okay, yeah, that's cool. And within the first five or six minutes. Like yelling at it. I'm like hate listening to this hey, thing, right? Oh, my God. <laughs> so the podcast was Armchair Expert with Dax Shepard, mm-hmm. who, dude, Dax Shepard's a fucking goat. I uh, love that dude. But also a very pretentious title. Yes. Okay. So, it, it, but it's it poke it's tongue in cheek that everyone thinks they're the fucking armchair expert, you know? Mm-hmm. So he had Steven Pinker on, and he like specifically spoke on conspiracy theories and group think and you know just society as a whole and that was like the main topic of conversation and like within the first six minutes like i was already hate watching this thing because he basically the whole point of the conversation was rationality and 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 i talk about this a lot in my personal conversations and and i've been meaning to bring it up here hopefully one day we can have a conversation about this but Personally, I don't believe we ever made it out of the Enlightenment. Mm. And okay. and that's just my own. Like, like we, we think of time as linear and we think of like Enlightenment and those ideals as so long ago. And we live in the tech world. So we're so far removed from these ancients. But like, dude, Marcus Aurelius, that shit, like people never Stoicism, really. baby. Hell they, yes. People never took that shit to heart. And we never really internalized it. Just go read it. the meditations again. Well, dude, I'm listening to Marcus Aurelius on Audible right now. Are you well, listen, is it meditations? Yeah, meditations dude, that is shit so rules. good. That shit rules. Well, the whole thing is is that Steven Pinker 
who are, I guess he's like this weird pseudo intellectual, whatever, who obviously only says what he says because he operates on grants. He's like a Gary V grifter. Yeah. Kind of guy. Any kind of intellectual, even the Weinsteins, Weinstein all of brother, them. Yeah, the, dude, fuck yeah, the, them. In, the intellectual grifter class. Even Peterson. Like, dude, I'm yes, sorry. Like, the, yes. he's, a, he's a fucking, like, uh, a college professor who makes his money off fucking grants, and now he has a podcast and writes books and clean carved your, his own clean, name out. But Clean your room. Clean your room. Okay. So, <laughs> the Steven Pinker guy, right out the gate, he's talking about what rational people ought to do. Mm-hmm. And like that right there mm. frames the entire thing <laughs> yeah. of like, I can't get behind that because well, what you're already doing, poisoned already. Yeah. You're like, dude, you're telling people what they ought to do. And you're ma- and you're creating this binary of rational people do a irrational people do B. And so it's this kind of moral superiority already game. separated everyone. Yeah. yeah. And it's this moral superiority game that we play and we talk about all the time mm-hmm. and that people commonly play is that, oh, again, we're creating a binary universe where rational is A, you know, irrational is B. And so it frames the entire discussion after it. Mm-hmm. You know, when you come out and, and he basically said he was like, you know, how it, this was this is a paraphrase he said how can a species who went to the moon you know did all these amazing things and he listed all these achievements as a species we double their lifespan how can that same species believe in chemtrails and QAnon and pizza get and all this other shit and he goes and that's li- and it's like <laughs> Dude, oh, come on, dude. You're just, it's such an uh, argumentative believe fallacy. Or, believe in it or entertain the possibility of. See, that's well, that's the real well poisoning is going, oh, they believe in it. Like, it's a religious belief. Like, and that's what it's gets not. me. It's, it's a thing of like, well, I'm seeing evidence of certain things happening. Mm-hmm. I'm investigating this evidence, and it's showing me evidence of more things happening. So we've already talked. Okay, last week we talked about, I think I misspoke. I said silver oxide. I think silver oxide. Aluminum oxide. So silver oxide might still be involved in snow production, but, but aluminum, aluminum oxide, oxide de- alu- I misspoke, and so aluminum oxide. No, yeah, oxide, I, I never bothered to correct And that's okay. But the thing is, is like Operation Fishbowl is a thing where we exploded nukes high in the atmosphere, and there's all kinds to, of stuff. They were trying to crack something yeah and so there's all <laughs> kinds the of open. shit where the government comes out and admits stuff and so you take something like an argumentative fallacy where where this guy pinker is talk steven pinker's talking about a belief and it's like i don't believe in chemtrails i've been shown the white papers I know that the government does this. And they have I know policy that the gov- papers on it. Did somebody just make it's those up? the same fucking thing with Dragnet NSA surveillance. There's so many things, so many things that are admitted to and are out in the open and people don't bother to research. Yeah. And they don't. And we, when we say research, we don't mean YouTube videos. We don't mean Google censored searches. We mean actual like go to the fucking FBI website. Documents and even stuff that been there's classified. There's so many things out there that are reputable sources. If you're going to be one of those hit me with the source. Like, I don't want that. Yeah. You know, and and it's one of those things to where it's like. I don't know the whole argument, like he set the entire podcast up by saying, well, 
a, a, a species that can land on the moon, <laughs> highly debated. He already framed the, the other yes. side as crazy. He, and and he that's purposely the thing. framed the other side as crazy. And so everything after yeah. that, and I'll admit, like, I like Dax Shepard a lot. And I'll admit that it, he asked some tough questions. And he's probably just doing a host thing. Dude, and Dax Shepard, he doing admitted. The host bit. He admitted to being in a liberal echo chamber, and he even pushed Steven Pinker on being like, he's okay. He's self-aware, at least. He's self-aware, and he was like, look, if we're going to try to be rational, how much do we, you know, account for human emotion? Because, you know, bringing it back earlier, we talk about the border issue. That's an emotional issue. Yeah. These are people fleeing terrible, horrible, no good situations. And so there's an emotional response to we need to do what we can to help them versus what's the rational response. So the entire time this guy's talking about rational people ought to do this. Rational people ought to have this outcome. Rational be and that's this and that's is how you should be. And this is something I've learned through anger management. And this is something I've learned through all kinds of practice and meditations and things in my life is that as soon as you start believing that you know what someone ought to be doing you've lost the whole plot yep you're already you you've already fucked you've up. lost the you've whole plot up. you've already fucked up 100 and and i just thought that was such a such a wild thing and, and i did listen to an hour of it and i'll grant i say dax shepherd i mean at least you tried and and dax shepherd uh well, no, I only ran out because I was busy today, and then I listened to the rest right before you walked through the door. Ah, nice. Um, <laughs> but no, Dak Shepard, he asked some tough questions, and I like him, and I think, dude, Probably idiocracy. Probably trying, trying to pull a Rogan bit. Idiocracy, though. Dude, his his podcast is good, man, actually. Yeah. I'm going to say, dude, Armchair Expert, it's a good fucking cast. Uh. It's good. He has some cool cool guys on um but i know bay sent that to me specifically because he talked about conspiracies because that specific and subject, specific subject when matter. i saw the episode summary i was like ah, i know what this is yeah about. and and here's the thing <laughs> I is exactly i can appreciate i can appreciate when people want to have an honest discussion and maybe later i might even talk with her about it tonight but one of the things okay how about i don't mean to ramble but no one of the arguments that uh pinker laid out was he talks a lot in this specific podcast about the di like causation and correlation, the difference between the two. Right? Yeah, yeah. And he ends up going on about how like, oh well, people ought to be able to realize the difference between causation and correlation, and he cites how like in America, the use of uh, SUVs, mm -hmm. the popularity of SUVs directly you know kind of correlates to the uh greenhouse emissions uh, okay. that kind of climate okay. change thing uh-huh and immediately I heard that and I'm like, bro, and, and I know he meant it as like a causal effect. The way he proposed it was like, oh, Americans got super into SUVs and that increased greenhouse emissions, which I'm sure on some basic level is true. But when you zoom they out, act like they're the only we're the only ones that have those fucking well, things. The thing is, when you zoom out, though, remember when I told you that 15 oil tankers? Mm hmm. 15 oil tankers, one trip to China and back across the Pacific, releases the same emissions as every car in the United States in one year. Yeah, but we're, so it's the, but we're idea. the bad ones. But And that's the thing is we're being demonized for having SUVs. That's and this they guy... Want, they want us to pay carbon taxes. And this guy... Oh, of course it's all carbon tax. It's about Alex fleecing Jones us. Is, right? it's, it's, those carbon taxes won't do anything to help save the environment. Well, it's just going to fleece us more. If you want to talk about rationality... 
Okay, and this is what infuriated me. This is why I was hate listening. Like I tried so hard to be open and I tried so hard to 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 kind of take this information in, but I I it, it the fact that he was on his high horse and the the, the arrogance to assume that you know what people ought to be doing mm-hmm. and then to sit there and and talk about causal effects between Americans and F- SUVs and greenhouse gas emissions. Mm-hmm. Dude, you want to talk about the fact that 15 oil tankers to China and back is the same as every single vehicle in America for a year? Let because alone what it gets done on the mainland. So we grow. The manufacturing. This is, this is the thing, though. This is what people don't realize. This is what people don't understand is that we raise chickens in America. We farm chickens. Then we put them on a fucking boat, send them to China, and they get plucked. Their feathers get plucked, right. and they get processed right. and chopped up. And then they get sent back. back to America for us to eat. Because they don't want to pay us what they're supposed to pay us to do shit. Well, it's also it's cheaper, the bottom line. That's what if I'm saying. They don't want to yeah. pay us what they're supposed to pay us to do worse. So if you think about that being a contained system, yeah, if you're looking at a global economy, that might make sense. But when you look at local economies, okay, it's that alone. 15 oil tankers release the same as every car so it's like in a year so it's like how much are you going to blame the average joe and you're going to blame the guy who just wants a fucking hummer because why don't you blame your fucking system why don't you blame your system exactly it's the fucking you have a shitty system okay how many tankers you think go go yell at them every day It's definitely more than 15 i'll tell you that well right now it's not a whole lot because they're all backed up at the ports oh shit yeah, and right now it's not a whole lot because we have a huge shipping problem right now. Like, I yeah. saw a map the other day of, um, like, a boat map that showed where all the ships were, like, geo, you know, geostationary-wise. Sure. The sheer amount off of either of our coasts is insane. And they can't come in? Ports are operating, because ports can only operate at 30 to 40% right now because they, they furloughed a bunch of workers. They can't get the people back on the docks. Uh, COVID restrictions are only letting this many people work at a time. So you couple that, you couple that scenario with the fact that the government is literally subsidizing farmers to call their herds and burn crops. Yeah. Bro, yeah. we're in for some, we're instead in for of like, redis- winter. instead of like taking that food that's still made and like maybe sending it somewhere else or something or like giving or giving it away to people. Is something, you know, they're like, no, just like, it's like that milk thing that happened last year when the guy with the milk truck, mm. he just had his milk truck full and like they weren't accepting delivery. So he just dumped it in the middle of his fields. What the fuck? And, you know, there's there's thousands of stories like kind that. of showing the issues with capitalism. Well, and that's the thing. It's 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 not only capitalism, but it's the, the way the global system as yeah, a whole yeah, yeah. has been run. And we're we're about coming up on an hour of this. Nice. Um. So that we that were seems rolling, like a baby. good. I know we were rolling. That seems like a good place to stop, though, I because so. I really think that talking about rationality and that kind of thing is a good way to end. Because you know how often do people like us get misrepresented? Yeah. by people who think they're being rational they're, but they're are committing the exact opposite. Yeah, you're committing so opposite. much mental gymnastics and you think that you're being rational, but I firmly believe, man, we never made it out of the enlightenment. Yeah. We never did. 
We're still there. Um, so those of you out there, definitely listen to Marcus Aurelius's fucking meditations. Yeah, go, go get into some stoicism. Read Stoicism's little, great. Read a little philosophy too. But it's very um, nice. Stay in touch and maybe keep an eye out for a Patreon yeah, soon. Who knows? Definitely happening soon. We're gonna have some weird content. But uh, peace. Love you. Goodbye.